You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Did an episode assuming... Hold on. Four. No, it was five, assuming we'd have seven. No, there's four in the top 100. Yes, there's... Thank you for spoiler alerting that, <laughs> but we have four in the top 100, but prior to this on our other episode where we did top 10, where we revealed the top 10 at every position that MLB said, so it was like a reveal of the reveal, there was five people. There was Munoz, there was Luis Castillo, there was Ty France, there was Teoscar Hernandez, and there was Julio. On this new top 100, one of these guys is not on the list. Uh, we'll reveal that right now if you already don't know. If not, if this is like a spoiler alert, you don't want to hear it, you know, go listen to, you know, 710. Go watch MLB.com. Go listen to KJR. I'm sure Locked On's doing it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, Julio Rodriguez makes it at number 16. Um, then we don't have anybody for a minute and down at number, uh, what is it, 67. We have Luis Castillo. So Luis Castillo was on both lists. Um, and then we got to scroll down and drop down a little bit to find our new guy, our new favorite friend, Teoscar Hernandez. He, makes, he uh, remains on the list. Last year, he was at 65. There seems to be some regression, I guess. And he's at number 83. And then at number 89, Ty France. Classified as an infielder. Not a first baseman, but he's on the list. So the odd man out is Andres Munoz. Yeah. You're exactly right. The top 100, uh, the Mariners had four guys in the top 100. Julio was the lowest rated player at number 16. Highest, highest rated. Excuse me, highest rated. Uh, Obviously, there was Ty France. He was the highest or lowest rated Mariner at 89, correct? Right. And we also had two other guys. We had Teoscar Hernandez and Luis Castillo, correct? Right, exactly what I'm saying. And one person from the top uh, 10 right now at every position, the only person that you could argue is a snub 
going off of that list and throwing in this list is Andres Munoz. But I also feel like out of these guys, he's the least known, right? Yes, you're correct. Uh, from what I remember and what was told to me through the uh, rankings, a World Series champion has never had less than five players in the top 100. I mean, I could I could see that happening. I mean, when you, when you watch these playoff lineups, which we've seen a lot of them that aren't Mariners, you look at those lineups and go, damn, I wish our lineup looked like that. It looks like an all-star team. And a lot of the time, you know, teams have career years out of these players. That's why they're there. That's why they're in that position. They're doing it better than everybody else. Yeah, in the top uh, 2023 of the top 100, I would expect guys like George Kirby, Logan Gilbert to crack the top 100 in the 2024 top 100, but they are not there this year. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like I said, there has been no World Series champion that has had less than five top players in that category. Sure. I, I could see that. I also feel like these lists are mm, whatever. I'd love to really break down this list when we get done here, which I think you should go do. Just go Google it. Look it up. I'm not sure how many relief pitchers make it, but when I'm scrolling through this thing, I'm seeing a lot of players that are older that are on it, and they have a lot of background on it. And, you know, as far as the Mariners, you know, having uh people in the 100 none of these players except for teoscar hernandez who was not a mariner last year were on this list so i mean as far as the organization and as far as moves i mean this has got to have you know justin and scott and jerry feeling pretty damn good yes the mariners have Four top 100 players. Like you said, T. Oscar, Luis Castillo, Ty France is in the high 80s, and Julio Rodriguez, who is at 16. Um, it's surprising, or not surprising, but it's it's a way of talking about Bryce Harper, who is at 17 this year, Julio Rodriguez at 16. There's been a lot of talk about that. I mean, Bryce Harper was a stud in the playoffs. What What is your opinion of Bryce Harper over Julio Rodriguez in the playoffs? Bryce Harper hit massive home runs in the playoffs to propel his team into the National League Championship Series well, and get into the World Series. Well, he's injured to start the season, so we're talking about right now. It clearly says in the title, right now. Right. So right now he isn't better than Julio Rodriguez. And guess what? He was on a team that had a better lineup, an overall better team at the end of the year. I'm sorry, Mariners fans. Like, yeah, he was on a better team. So I think that helps out, you know, when you're in a protected lineup, I don't even like the word protected lineup. You just have a lot of better players around where, you know, you're going to see, Better situations. He didn't hit leadoff. Sure. 
I, I feel like when you get up in the top 20 players, maybe 25 players, you can argue. I mean, Otani's number one, but look, he's the only guy that does everything, right? So I agree. Um, as far as Julio being at 16 and him only playing one year of baseball, I think we should be happy as Mariners fans, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him being number 16. Do I see him hitting the top 10 next year? Possibly. If he doesn't, does that mean he didn't do enough? No, that's, there's, what, 30 teams? You know, there's teams like Anaheim that have a Mike Trout and have uh, an Otani. You know, you talk about these other teams with the Yankees where they have a couple of these, like, these are the arguably the best players in baseball. So with Julio being at 16, you're arguably already saying he's one of the absolute tip-top best, if not the best player going right now. Discover the defensive training secrets of America's finest baseball school in an exciting videotape. Baseball World's Defensive Drills video features professional scout and instructor Tommy Lansky and the same revolutionary new training techniques that have produced Baseball World's back-to-back-to-back AAU National Championship teams. The Defensive Drills video vastly improves players' arm strength, running speed, quickness, agility, and infield and outfield defensive skills. Even coaches practice organization. Lou Pavlovich Jr., editor of Collegiate Baseball Magazine, calls it a masterpiece, the best defensive drill video ever produced. Many professional players are excited about this videotape. Just ask Atlanta Braves superstar Fred McGriff. This is the instructional video that gets results. Baseball World's Defensive Drills video makes a great gift and benefits players of all ages and ability levels. To order your copy for only $29.95, have your credit card ready and call toll-free. 1-800-253-8005. That's 1-800-253-8005. It really worked for me. There's been some talk about Julio possibly being a top 40 for 40 type of player, 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases. Do you see him making that stride? Do you think he can steal 40 bags? Can he hit 40 home runs? What is your thoughts on that? I think he can do both. I think he can do both in uh, the old rules or these rules. It just depends on what kind of game we're playing. You know, it's a, it's a team sport at the end of the day. So, I mean, if, if that's what we need him to do, I think last year, sure, he was stealing and making a lot of stealing intents, but he also jammed up his wrist. Um, had some back problems. You know? I feel like those back problems could have been from slamming into the ground. And let's not even forget steal attempts. We're talking about pickoff throws. How many times you got to go back to first and reach out, you know? It's... It's not just steal attempts. It's I would love to see a number of how many times somebody tried to pick him off and he went back in head first. Maybe that's something that, hey, you're this fast. Yes, you are a help to us on the base pass. We might not need you to steal bases, but we also don't want you to lead off too much because you're going to draw throws. Now you're only drawing two throws. Um, so... Yeah, I could see the 40-40 happening. And also, if you're fast, maybe you don't need such a big lead. I don't know. Just a thought. In my opinion, I mean, besides the numbers, I think this is the last time Julio is going to be 
outside of the top 10. He's a top 10 major league player. Um, Absolutely. I, it's, it's, it's hard to say what kind of numbers he's going to get as far as the stolen bases. Uh, there's been talk that he might not have those stolen bases uh, to protect his health. But it's hard. I mean, is he going to be a 40 home run type of hitter at the leadoff spot? It's hard to say. But as far as stolen bases, I, I, I really don't know if the Mariners are going to let him loose and have him try to steal 40 bags. What is your thoughts? We don't know. We don't know. We got to see who makes the roster. We got to see what kind of games we're playing where where the offense is really taking off. Um, we might see more hit and runs maybe this year, you know, without the the, the shift in place. So we got to like to sit here and go, I don't know. I, I mean, you could be like, well, the shredder says this, and you can look up numbers on it. Well, that's not what our podcast is about, and that's not the kind of answers I give. I, I got to see how it all plays out, but I could definitely see a lot of running. Um, you know, statistically now, they try to put the best two hitters at one and two. It's, it's, we got, it's a, it's a wait and see, but we got to move on from Julio. We love Julio. We, we don't talk about him a lot anymore. Like last year at this time, he, he was a big conversation because we we're like, I think this is the guy. I think this is what's going on. It's good. Sometimes, especially in the off season, if you don't hear about him on our podcast, then it, it that's a good thing. Um, moving on, the next guy on the list is Luis Castillo at 67. Seems kind of low considering, go, like I said, I'm not going to go read off the other names on the list. Go check it out. But keep in mind, he wasn't even on the list, which to me kind of feels like crazy because, you know, I was just talking with our bud, Vlad with our buddy, God, I almost I haven't seen him so long. I forgot his name. With our buddy Vlad Perez, and you know he's a Yankees fan, and he was saying that maybe this Montas trade was like one of the worst trades in a long time, and they should have got Castillo. And I remember at the time last year it was kind of a toss up. Obviously, I wouldn't say complete toss up. Like uh, Castillo would be one, and Montas would have been two. Well, we got Castillo. That's great. But like we've mentioned here on the podcast before, I think on the top 10 thing uh, at every position, losing record, which is hard to believe. This is somebody coming into his prime, wasn't on the list before. Uh, now he's being recognized, and he's another person that we could possibly see or move up, I think, for next year. Uh, real quick about uh, Castillo. Yeah, Castillo came in in the rankings at 67. Montas is not ranked. He came uh, as kind of the second-tier type of trade. Um, Castillo was looking to be the number one trade ship in the uh, 2022 season. And, you know, Montas had a shoulder problem with uh, Oakland and Oakland – the Yankees traded for him, but uh, Castillo was the top free agent or trade chip in that time, and uh, it was a good trade for the Mariners, in my opinion. I mean, 
there's a big difference between what Castillo did and what Montas did. Montas went on the uh, 15-day DL. There's a big difference between those two right now. Yeah, and I don't think we've had a Mariner going through all the Mariner pitchers that was that devastating as a playoff pitcher. Yes, Randy Johnson pitched some good games. I guess I should take that statement back. There's Randy Johnson, and then there's Luis Castillo and Jamie Moyer. Those are our best three playoff pitchers we've had in our franchise. Uh, he's got the swagger. He belongs there. He's somebody I could see moving up in the list, but also, you know, 67, a uh, really good spot. Then, you know, like I said, we scroll down into the 80s. Hi, this is Tim McCarver. This fall, go to the head of the class with Gabe Kaplan and John Travolta. Welcome back, Cotter, this fall on Channel 17, where it's one hit after another. So we scroll down to Teoscar Hernandez. He's down there at 83. year before, he was at 65. With an off year still hanging in the top 100. We're not going to have much to say about that. I, I think we should just... You know, defer you to our last episode. We love him. We're happy for him. We're excited. But at the same time, it's great to have somebody from another team that we acquired already being recognized as one of the top 100 players. No, I agree with you. Teoscar's a top 100 uh, MLB player. I mean, he shows what he can do in the outfield. I mean... It's an exciting time for the Mariners to see what uh, he can prove to be. I mean, he was outstanding with Toronto. Let's see what he can do for the Mariner club. Yeah, and I'd have to go back to the list from the year before. I'm sure Mitch Haniger was somewhere on here similar, maybe a little bit higher, maybe around Teoscar. But we didn't have to commit. Uh, he obviously lost his arbitration. We are getting him at a good deal on a uh, uh, on a contract sorry contract year so i'm very happy about this um i think we kind of forget how good he is because he hasn't been in a mariner's uniform we don't have those memories except from him just you know getting a couple taters against us in game two of that toronto series yeah absolutely we're looking for him to hit 25 to 30 home runs for us this year um in his contract year he uh, like I said, he is in a contract year. It's going to be interesting. I mean, he is the top free agent outfielder for 2024. It's going to be interesting to see if the Mariners do decide to extend him or what happens or if he wants to even uh, be a part of the Mariner family for a couple more years. It's, it's a very intriguing uh, thought to see if he's going to be with the Mariners going ahead after this year. I agree. It's that's one of the things if you go back to our last if you go back to our last if you go back to our last episode or if you scroll down uh we actually did a another chapter episode on Teoscar Hernandez and Colton Wong. Are they the X factors? Are they not? Check that bigger discussion out. And uh you know just to close out who's on the list? Ty France, number 89. I think this is fair. Also, we when we did the top 10 at every position, first base was probably one of the, you know, I would say weaker divisions, not to, you know, throw any shade at Ty. Uh, obviously, the last couple of seasons started off 
like gangbusters. Brandon these injuries that he fought through. I think 89 is fair to keep him inside of the top 100. I also feel like well-deserved. Yeah, Ty is a phenomenal hitter. He's showed that throughout the years, uh, especially in the first half. He got injured the last couple of years. Last year, he got nicked up. Uh, There was a play at first base that was thrown up the line. He got hit in the elbow. He had some elbow issues that subsided, but then also some some wrist problems that bothered him. Can he show that he can play a full season? That's going to be really the main question going into this 2023 season. Right, a a full play a full season, where a consistent full season, I would say, because he he has muscled himself back as you've mentioned, and uh, you know we're gonna see, and depths will help that out. Um, anyways, that is the Mariner players that have made that top one hundred. Uh, like we were saying, maybe we could see a Munoz in there next year because he was. Probably the only snub. Obviously, we've talked about Kyle Raleigh being a snub. We got Kirby. We got Logan. Um, Like you were mentioning, Hannah, uh, the World Series teams and the well-respected teams have five, six, seven players on this list. And I don't think the Mariners are far off from having that. And all four of these players were were never on the list as Mariners representatives. So all of these players that are on this list are are new, you know, Mariners. You know, Julio, it's his first year. Ty France, been around a couple years, but now he's trending up. Uh, Luis Castillo was not a Mariner, also not on the list. And, and of course, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. So this is, as an organization, especially front office, got to feel good about this. 